Welcome to the Small Business Marketing Podcast. My name is Matthew Lucci, and I'm the president of Extemp Consulting, a marketing company that specializes in helping small businesses and startups with their own marketing plans and social media. In today's episode, we're talking Small Business Marketing 101, the basics of a marketing plan. All right, so let's get started. What is a marketing plan and why do you need one as a small business owner? Basically, simply put, a marketing plan is a document that outlines all of your marketing goals and strategies for your organization. Every organization should have a set plan for their marketing so that those marketing efforts are actually moving them in the direction of their goals, rather than spending money here, there, trying and hoping that someone sees your message. You have a set plan for it and there are a lot of key components to that that I'm about to dive into. And we'll dive a little further into detail on all these in future episodes. So I hope you stick around. Um, you really don't want to waste your time and money on marketing that doesn't drive sales for your company. That's the bottom line for any small business owner. A marketing plan keeps you focused and on track to achieve your goals. So what's in a marketing plan? Basically, every time I put together a marketing plan, it includes all this stuff that I'm about to talk to you about. Um, and it starts with marketing goals. What exactly does your organization want to accomplish? Are these sales goals? Are these growth figures? Um, do you want more notoriety? What is it that your business does? And how are you measuring growth? What do you see as the future for your company? And that basically sets the baseline for the rest of your marketing because you want to ensure that the marketing that you do is driving you toward those goals. Um, it's a great idea to set SMART goals. Um, if that's an acronym for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. You want to make sure um, that you're able to pinpoint exactly what that goal is, make sure that you can measure how you're getting there. Um, is this going to be something that is achievable for your organization? Because honestly, um, a small business, let's say a pizza company, um, isn't going to sell 10 million pizzas this year. So that is an unrealistic goal um, to put down. Also, it should be relevant to your business um, rather than, hey, I want to gain a personal, uh, a number of personal uh, social media followers. Um, that's not really relevant to your business. And it should be time bound by saying, hey, I want to hit this sales goal this year or this quarter. Um, those are what's known as smart goals. And we'll get into more of that in another episode, how to set those and so forth. But simply put, these should usually be tied to sales. Um, if you have a social media based company, followers, interaction, things like that, things that you can measure. Now, the next thing that you need to be doing as a small business owner or marketer is your situation analysis. Step back, analyze your company and take a full overview over the entire organization and be really honest with yourself about where the company is now, what resources you have, what budget you have, for your marketing effort, and then analyze what offerings your business provides. Now, I use the word offerings because um, your business could be services or it could be products. To generalize further, everything that your business does, if it's one, the other, or both, those are offerings, things that your business provides, things of value. Um, and then you also want to be honest to you, with yourself whether your company is a B2B or business to business or whether it's B2C or business to customer. Um, an example of this would be, um, let's say, General Motors. Um, for the most part, 
their their B2B. They sell their cars from uh, their factory to, um, not directly to the consumer, they sell them to owners of car dealerships and so forth. The car dealership is a B2C business where they take their product, the vehicles, and they turn around and they sell it to the end consumer, um, the person who's actually going to be driving the car. So that's a B2C. Um, next, what you want to be doing is what's called a SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T analysis. And any business school will teach you this, um, or you can Google online how to do this. But really what you're doing is you're assessing the strengths and weaknesses of your organization, as well as opportunities and threats. It's um, oftentimes helpful to characterize them by breaking it up into two categories, internal, and those will be your strengths and weaknesses within your organization, and then external, um, your opportunities and threats to your company. And then within each one of these, you'll um, talk about staffing, you'll talk about technology, you'll talk about um, in terms of external threats or opportunities, um, you could be talking about the way the stock market is performing, the way your industry is performing, um, who your competitors are, um, things that they're doing, the way the industry is going. Um, another thing that happens after a SWOT analysis, I touched on this a little bit in your SWOT analysis, you do want to mention your competitors, but it's helpful to do a separate competitive analysis. And you start by basically doing the who, what, when, where, why. Who is your competition? What do they do well? What do they do poorly? And you're essentially performing a SWOT analysis for your competitors so that you know what you're up against. Um, and that's very important, not just from a marketing standpoint, but from a business standpoint. Um, because doing this allows you to take a meta view of yourself, your competitors, things that they do well, things that they might do, and start basically playing this game of 4D chess with your competitors before they can make the moves. You already know several moves out what they're likely to do or what the smart move is for them to do. Um, you want to know the when, um, when they do particular sales, what they do, um, why, why they do what they do, um, and how, how they deliver um, on what it is that they say that they do. And you're going to want to figure out what is unique about them. And that brings us to the next part of any marketing plan, which is your USP or unique selling point. Simply put, this is what makes you or your offering stand out from the competition. Why would someone want to go to your pizza place or why would someone want your lawn mowing service or why would someone want to go to um, your reupholstery business over someone else's? So really dive deep into what makes you or your offering stand out from your uh, the competitors out there in the market. Are you cheaper? Um, do you have more experience? Are you certified in um, something in particular? That's what makes you and your business stand out. And then that's what you need to highlight through the rest of your marketing efforts. Um, and you always want to make sure that your unique selling point is relevant to the market that you're trying to sell to. So the next thing that is in any um, robust marketing plan is your target market. And you start by segmenting your market. Marketing segmentation is basically where you break down um, the potential market into a whole bunch of different segments that each segment is unique from one another in some way. And every member of that segment 
shares some common trait. And you can do this geographically, um, or you can do this um, on a variety of other um, methods. Um, you can go right now to extempconsulting.com and there are blog posts about this and how to do that. But we'll dive deeper into that in another um, in another podcast episode later on down the line. Exactly how to do market segmentation, what it's useful for, etc. And then after you've segmented out your target market, you've chosen the segments that your unique selling point most resonates with, um, then you need to explain who you're going to target your marketing efforts towards by choosing those. And those should match your goals and your abilities to provide your offerings to those. For example, if you're based in Dallas, Texas, um, like Extend Consulting is, um, segmenting by geography and then choosing San Francisco, for example, as your primary market, um, probably doesn't match up with your ability to provide your offering, especially if it's a service um, like cleaning or something like that. So make sure that your target market um, that you've selected matches the goals of your organization um, and also matches your ability to provide that. Once you have this target market, the next thing to do is um, study the buying cycle, which is essentially the who, what, when, where, why, and how of how your target audience buys offerings like yours. Whether it's a service, whether it's a product, um, you need to take yourself and put yourself in the shoes of the customer, figure out who they are, what they want, when they buy, where they buy, why they buy, what they buy. Are they price conscious? Are they quality conscious? Do they want a personalized touch on the service? Um, and then ultimately, how? How does your target market buy? Do they typically buy um, via sites like Amazon, um, other online retailers, or do they typically buy in person? Is this something where um, someone goes into, say, a Best Buy and checks out all the fancy tech, figures out what they want there, and then goes and buys it online? If that's the buying cycle, then you have to figure out how to tap into that. Now, once you understand the buying cycle, you can identify what are called customer touch points, where your customers come into contact with your company. And this, if you're Best Buy in that last example, is when they either go to your website to buy or if they go into your store to check out particular tech. Um, once you identify all the areas that your customer comes into contact with your company, that helps you, helps you to identify the methods of contacting your target audience and connecting with them. Gives you opportunities to bring them into your sales funnel. Um, so from there, you're gonna to wanna to highlight the marketing channels that meet those customer contact points. Um, these could be traditional media, social media, email marketing, even door-to-door -door in some senses, et cetera. Things like that. Um, and these should match up with those customer touch points. The next thing that you should be doing for your small business marketing marketing plan is the bulk of all of this, is the marketing strategy and the tactics. How you're going to connect with your audience, when you're going to connect them to the audience, how are you going to lead them down the sales funnel, and then if you're going to use social media, figure out how to use social media to connect with your audience. And we'll have um, additional episodes on all of this to help you as a small business owner figure out exactly what you're going to be doing. Um, but you need to be uh, 
identifying and cognizant of what your sales funnel is, what your marketing strategy is, and list out what those tactics are. So with your limited dollars, you're able to pour them toward strategies that will get you toward those goals that you set at the top. Now, the last thing that I'll say um, is crucial to any marketing plan, whether you're a Fortune 500 company or whether you're a small business um, selling vacuum cleaners door to door, for example, is when you have those goals, and there's a reason why we set them as measurable, you have to have a way to measure whether you are achieving those goals. And that's where this last portion of your marketing plan comes in, is the measurements and key performance indicators. You'll often hear these referred to as KPIs. It's essentially how you'll be measuring and tracking your progress. A lot of times, these are financial. Um, it could be the number of units sold. It could be um, if you're toward the beginning of the sales funnel, if you're a new business and you're just trying to get your name out there to establish a sales funnel, it could be the number of contacts that you've made um, or the number of sales lunches, something like that. Um, just some way that you'll be able to measure and track your progress so that you know you're on chart. Now, all that said, these are the basics to have in any marketing plan. And of course, there's loads of resources available online. There are resources available on the Extemp Consulting website, www.extempconsulting.com. And I'd be excited to have you check that out. Thanks for joining me today for this episode of the Small Business Marketing Podcast. Please follow Extemp Consulting on social media and check out the website for more tips on marketing for your small business. Until next time, I'm Matthew Lucci. And I'll see you next week for another episode of the Small Business Marketing Podcast.